morning. Thanks for tuning in with me today. It is Time for Tea, and I'm your host, Makita. So thank you again for sharing your time, your space, and your energy with me. My tea of the day is Keto Cherry. Um, This is a great, delicious tea blend. The cherry is not very overpowering, which is why I love it. But the taste has this exotic, fruity blend that is just delicious. You can drink this tea over some ice or drink it hot. Doesn't matter, still delicious. All right, so let's jump in. Today's topic is um, basically we're just going to break down the barriers that hold us back. And we're talking about the barrier of fear. So we all have some type of fear that we either in denial about or (laughs) we really do accept that, you know, we know what it is and we just don't really know how to get past it. So let's look at some of the common causes of fear. So when we're looking at fear, one of our, one of the fears is ego. And we all have an ego. We all have pride. And when it comes to our pride, we don't want to look at ourselves as failures. We don't want to fail. So we tend to not put ourselves in situations that don't have us coming out as a winner. Just think about all the things that you've done in, in your life. Some of the challenges you faced. Some of the, even some of the classes that we take sometimes from high school to college We take classes that we know we're going to do good in. Rarely do we challenge ourselves beyond our comfort zone. And this is because we want to win. We want to be successful. So how do we move past the ego when it comes, and and pride as well, when it comes to failure? And I think the best way for me when I look at that type of failure, because I'm human, I don't want to fail. I don't want to say I'm a failure, but we have to stop looking at things as either failure or success. Because regardless of what you're trying or you're working to accomplish in your life, you will not reach that that goal, that, that full potential without putting yourself out there, without challenging yourself. And if you don't get it right the first time, if somehow you go for that job promotion or you put in that application and you don't get called or the, the job goes to someone else, It's not because you failed. It's a learning moment. It's a time for growth. It's a time to look back and say, what do I I need to improve? And it's good to have someone that you can go to for feedback. If it's an interview that you had, it's nice to go back to that interviewee And just ask those questions. Sometimes they're looking for certain um, things 
and it's not that you're not a good fit for it, is that maybe you didn't elaborate on that or you didn't bring that up. So get feedback. <clears throat> as well as when it comes to starting your own business, venturing out to the to the world of entrepreneurship. This is the scariest thing I think ever for me anyway, completely terrifying. Uh, I just, um, I knew I wanted it. The excitement was there and getting everything together was all fun. And then when it came down to it, when I realized that like, this is all on me, like make or break it, it's on you. And that can can make you a little scared, but at the same time, it's empowering too, because you are creating a legacy. You are creating a brand and you're leaving your footprint behind and you're creating like uh, this master, this master plan and that you can help someone else, you know, come up as well. So you're not, just doing it for yourself. I know I'm not just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for all the women, the women who came before me to make it possible. I'm doing it for my daughters who are looking at me and hopefully one day will be like, oh, you know, my mom, she started a business and she left me some steps or some ideas on how to get there so it won't be so hard for them next time so when i think about this journey of ego and pride it's a certain thing that you know i like to say there's a a verse and beyonce's mood forever and she says my fear can't go where i'm headed and my pride can't either not in certain things. My pride can't hold me back because there are going to be mistakes. There's going to be some things I get wrong along the way. It's how I handle it after that really makes me stronger, that really offers that growth. So, Let's, let's switch gears and move forward to one of the other fears. So it's the fear of wondering and worrying about what other people will say, say and think about you. The truth is people will say and think things about you, whether you are successful or not successful, whether you are going for your dreams or living your life or sitting at home doing nothing, it does not matter what you do in life. Someone is always, always going to have something to say. The most important thing is what you have to say about yourself. And what you should be saying about yourself is that you are powerful and you are strong and that you are accomplishing your goals, whatever those goals are. You and your opinion is the only thing that 
matters. At the end of the day, you're the only one that have to wake up and go to bed wishing and dreaming and thinking about the what ifs, the shoulda, woulda, couldas, because you decided to place your dreams and your life on hold because you were too concerned about the naysayers, the people in the background, saw background noise, distractions, and you can't take that with you. Some people ain't going to like what you do. They ain't going to like what you say, and that's fine, because guess what? It's not for them. This is going to be for the people who, who you speak to that understands the movement, that can feel what you're saying, and they're going to ride with you to the end. And at the end of the day, if you're doing something with love, with passion, that speaks to your heart, that speaks to your soul, Every day when you wake up in the morning, you wake up excited. You wake up with joy. That is what matters. That's what you tell yourself. You're making a difference. So forget forget all that, that background noise and focus on you. <clears throat> focus on what you're trying to accomplish what your goals are, and you just go for it. You go for it and you live your life so full, so great, so unstoppable. All right. So we're going to move on to another fear. And that's our childhood fears. So our childhood fears are the things that we learn early in life. And we see it all the time. People, you know, you get a certain age and people start to tell you it's time for you to grow up. It's time for you to be responsible and for you to get a job. And it's time for you to grow up, but in what sense does are they saying it? It's time for you to figure out how you want to live your life is how you should be taking it because at the end of the day, this is your life. But a lot of our fears come from listening to our biggest influencers, which sometimes are our teachers and our caregivers. And sometimes we hear these people who've played such a significant role in our lives, say things like, oh, you know, you'll never be able to do that. You know, that's too hard. Or maybe just go out and get you a good job and, you know, and, you know, you retire and get married and you, you just worry about that. Don't be that stuff. Leave that stuff to other people. You know, you can, that's just too much. And you start to think that, oh, well, that means that this is too much for me and I'm unable to do this. And you grow up with these thoughts that most of the time as adults, when you're, you're talking, you don't realize that, that the, the kids around you are really listening and picking up on the things that you're saying, but they are. And this is even for me, when 
I talked to my kids and when I was first talking about starting my business and uh, becoming a health and wellness coach and starting a podcast and, you know, (laughs) hosting workshops and, you know, and I was like, wow, this took a lot. And then I, I had to make sure I bring it back. And I said, but it felt great. It felt wonderful to feel like I'm touching someone or helping someone. And I truly, and I had to tell them and anyone, my husband as well, that I truly feel like I will be blessed. Like I feel that because I invoke and I have such positivity and goodness in me and that I truly do things from the good of my heart, that good things will come to me. I don't have to go look for it and search for it. It's going to abundantly come. I believe that, you know, as time goes, like abundance is just going to come my way. And that's just how I operate. That's just how I feel. And that's the energy that I put out there that I will continue to do what makes me happy with the knowledge that goodness will just flow into me and um, it's very comforting, <laughs> but it's it's good for them to know how you feel, where you stand, what type of values you place on yourself because your childhood and the things you see here are so important. And we've all heard it before, uh, an adult parent or grandparent or someone says, uh, do what I say, not what I do. But the truth is, kids mimic your actions. They may repeat what you say, but when they go out into this world, they're going to mimic your actions. So if you have fears that are holding you back, fears that keep you from moving from point A to point B, then your kid will sometimes pick up those fears and then they become theirs. If you don't think you're worthy enough, if you don't think that you're smart enough or good enough, then you can't expect your kids to have that same outgoingness and empowerment about them. So I think when we look back at our childhood influences, it's great to recognize you know, who influenced you as a kid? What were some of the values that they taught you? What was some of the things that weren't so good as far as fears went? Some of the things that, you know, you didn't realize that you were kind of holding on to even now. And that goes into as far as what, what it means to be a good parent or a good mother or father. I had a friend that I was talking to and she was telling me about all the, you know, like going back to school, you know, she had 
you know, great plans, you know, that for her future and things that she really wanted to do. Yet I said, oh, that's great. You know, I think, you know, that'll be great. You're talking about it with such passion and it seems like something you really want just listening to you. And my next question was, well, when do you plan on going back to school, you know, getting it started? And they said that, well, right now their oldest daughter was um, in college and they, you know, they're going to, you know, they need to be there for, you know, for the kids. And after that, they would really look at um, going back to school. But first, you know, they got to make sure the kids are fine. You know, everything's taken care of. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I, uh, yeah. I, I didn't say too much more after that because my mind went on a whole nother journey and I, one thing I didn't want to do was sound judgmental because I wasn't judging her. I, I've been in her shoes. I've understood where she's coming from when you are told to be responsible and you always take care of your kids first. But my, my question was, uh, who's going to take care of you? Because being in school or going for your dream does not mean that you're not going to be there for your kids because, you know, as a parent myself, no matter what I'm doing, I'm always going to be there for my kids. That doesn't change or stop. However, if I, if I wait on my kids, then there's always going to be something else. All right, so I'm waiting on this kid. Well, I got more than one. So what happens when my next kid gets out of school and go to college. And then it's, oh, the kids are now in high school. Well, this one's about to get married. This is a bad time. Oh, now I got grandkids. I can't do now because, you know, I need to be here. It's It, it never ends when we start letting those roles that we play, that we learn how to play from childhood, kind of intersect and change our paths by deterring us. There's nothing wrong with putting our kids first. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first and also being there for your kids. You can do both. Um, Very effectively, might I add, I went to nursing school with two kids and a husband and I made it out and my kids thankfully are normal. <laughs> um, they won't require, you know, hopefully any um, additional treatment from all of that. But all of this to say, there is fear in all of us. We experience it every day. It's recognizing that It's okay to have a fear. It's okay to be afraid to put yourself out there. But it's not okay to ignore your life goal. It's not okay to hide behind your fear. 
The goal is to accept and face your fear head on. Confront it. Admit it. And once you admit your fear, then then you can really start to grow, really start to heal. That's what breaking down barriers is all about. You can't break down the barrier when you're still in denial about what's holding you back. So I feel that once you find that, you can heal. And then you can move forward. You can move forward with the knowledge of, of self. Because this is also about knowing who you are. Once you know who you are, you can accept all the good things, all the bad things, and love yourself unconditionally. All right, y'all. So that's all I have for that. If you want, please leave your comments, any topics or anything you would like to hear. As always, it's um, been a pleasure. And if you are interested in that organic keto cherry tea, please log on to Beautifully Balanced. I'm sorry. Log on to beautifullyunbalanced.com for your tea. Until next time, please continue to stay beautifully, graciously, authentically you.